Hello, everybody. Jim Malone here, coming to you live on Dallas Training Floor. Well, um, we are we are under a tornado alert here in Dallas, so you might hear a siren or something like that, and I hope you don't. But if you do, uh, just be you know, <laughs> just just know that uh, I may go off the air. Hopefully, hopefully that's not going to happen, but uh, you never know. Uh, and that's kind of the uh, you know, that's, that's kind of the long, that's kind of the long and short of it. So here, let's get into some of the questions and, uh, yeah, so <laughs> definitely, uh, de definitely not, definitely not the greatest thing, uh, you can, you can say here, but anyways, um, just wanted to point, to, um, you know, basically the story today really is that the market is, um, you know, it's rebounded, uh, and uh, there's 11 banks that are gonna 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 buy First Republic. This is the California-based bank that is also vulnerable. A lot of crypto exposure on this one. Interestingly enough, with all of this, it looks like two very very vulnerable, uh, very venerable stocks are looking fairly good. They're both buy points, and that's Apple and Microsoft. We're going to be covering uh, both of those. Uh, here just in a few minutes, but uh, interesting. Currently, I'm all in cash, so it's a really it's a it's a it's a weird weird market. Basically, what's going on right now is that we are in the market is in a correction. So right now, the best place to be really is in cash. That's where I am. Uh, I don't have any long term exposure to the market. I'm trying to figure out the direction. It does look like we may have an opportunity. In Microsoft or in Apple or both, um, that is looking fairly good, um, you know. And uh, I want to show you that. But um, but basically, you know, again, we've got we've got issues um, on other parts of the market. So you know, even with even with the buy signals that we we've, we've got going on here, um, it's just a market that is very tough to trade. And so you got to be super careful. And uh, really, I think the best bet is unless you're sure, you don't really want to be in anything right now. Taking a look at the VIX, um, basically we are, you know, finally the VIX has moved down a little bit. Uh, it moved down about 12%. It spiked on the news of Silicon Valley Bank going under. That's what spiked the market. It went all the way up. Uh, as you can see, these spikes are, you know, definitely a character change here. Uh, it's come down, it's it's bounced, and uh, it's still a little bit above the 50-day moving average. But but you know at least we are sort of in a better place now than when we were. But the fix is you know it started to mellow down, but it's overall heightened uh, heightened activity. So the market is still very very volatile. It's uh, um, the volatility has moved up. So this is one of the reasons why you got to be super careful if you do enter a position uh, long. You want to make sure that you are putting in that stop loss at about 7% because uh, this could change very, very rapidly. So it's not an easy market to trade at all. Just wanted to show you an interesting thing that uh, came up on my screens today, and that's, believe it or not, Microsoft. Um, you know, I, I do like Microsoft as a stock. Uh, it just hasn't been viable up until now, but it looks as if, you know, it looks as if it's moving to a higher high Interestingly enough, if you look here, we've got the 21-day line at 2, 207.06. Uh, it's about 7% above the 21-day the line, but that is still 
you know, technically it's extended because you want to buy within 5% of that 21-day that line, but it does look like we might be able to, to pick some up. So you might want to put in an order, a limit order to buy Microsoft at about 270. Again, this is just a recommendation. This is just for educational purposes only. I'm not recommending it, but it does look like we're starting to see some strength once again in um, you know, once once again in Microsoft, and so that is potentially a big deal. If we look at the if we look at the chart here, the reason what I'm saying what I'm seeing here is that there is this higher high at about 276. We're at 275 right now. It's a little bit off in the after hours. I do think it's going to pull back, and that might give us a buying opportunity. I think the buying opportunity basically is right here at. Um, you know, right at about 270. That's where I'm seeing the buying opportunity in this, uh, in, in this star. So I wouldn't buy it at the at the at the 275, but I would might be putting in a limit order at about 270 here. Of course, this is Microsoft, so uh, you know it's a, it's a, it's a good stock uh, in that. Also, one other thing that I'd like to bring to everybody's attention: this is the Gavin McMaster's uh, mastery um, option mastery course. This is a great, great course. I just wanted to put it out there to everybody. This one starts on March 30th. And one of the great things about options is if you're in the option, if you're using options, you can um, you typically get around some of this volatility problem. As a matter of fact, volatility is good for you in options. So, I've taken this course. It's excellent. Normally, it's $397 and very well worth it. I took this course uh, basically about a year ago, a little over a year ago, and I was able to make $1,000 very, very quickly within about a month just using some of the strategies in this course. It's a very, very good course, and we have a special deal on it. Basically, it's $197. Uh, is the price. Now, if you're interested in this, super easy to get into this. All you have to do is if you're watching on TikTok, just go to the bio, click on the link, and then there'll th be a thing that says stand store. Click on that and you'll be good to go uh, to get that. If you're watching on any of the th any other things, it's super easy too. All you have to do to get the, to, to get the deal is uh, to go to um, stand store slash Dallas trading floor and that will that will lead you on to the special now this is only for people that are watching on this channel or are on our list so you the you can't get the half price deal any other way it's special pricing it's just till the, the till the 30th um, but this course is absolutely well worth it um, uh, to get to get the course super duper easy all you do is go to this address https colon slash slash stand dot store slash Dallas trading floor and then uh, just click on the links and it will give you the whole shoot and match there and it'll give you the give you your way to get right to that all right well thanks let's get into some of the questions here uh, uh, for everyone and uh, let's take a question from oh uh, here we go uh, here's somebody that is if I had seventeen dollars and seventy eight cents which stock should I buy? Been saving all month. Well, it's going to be a little bit tough with with under twenty dollars. But here's what I would do if I were in your position, and um, you know, if if I were in your position, I would consider buying the SQQQ, uh, and that typically will move. Uh, 
if, if volatility moves up, that's just going to move up a little bit. This one, we might we might get a bounce on. Well, I don't even think we can buy the SQQ. It's not cheap enough. I think you got to save up a little bit more money for that, but oh well. Let's. Um, this is from Daniel um, Ilford. I think, is that right? Yeah, Daniel Ilford. Uh, hi, Jim. Uh, can you look over HIMS and uh, PERI? Let's look at HIMS first. I think uh, if I'm familiar, and I'm familiar with this one, uh, this is the uh, lifestyle health company. I think it's like, you know, I think it's Viagra or something like that, if I'm not mistaken. But let's take a look at it and uh, see if there's anything there. I definitely has spiked. I definitely like your 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 call on this one. Typically, what'll happen is, you know, it'll come down to a reversal line, an index line. It's coming down to the to the 50-day line. What I've done there is I've put a, uh, I'm going to set an alert on that. And basically, we've been in this downward trend on the stock, and then boom, it hit the the 50-day line. It then reversed higher. And it's reversed higher on, on on more volume. You can see that it's above this red line. This red line is the average daily volume. But when it's above that, especially, it's a lot of volume that's coming in there. Why? Because, well, this is a logarithmic chart. Now, it's a fairly cheap stock, of course. After hours, it's down to, to uh, 9.91. And let's kind of look to see if there's anything we can see there. Kind of a weak checklist, 67%. So not necessarily... Uh, as what we would like to see. We'd like to see basically a stronger checklist than this, but it's still not bad uh, in that it's such a cheap stock. One of the things is when it moves above $10, you're going to see this checklist improve because typically funds which own these kind of stocks will only buy stocks if they're trading above $10 a share. Let's take a look and kind of see what the fund ownership is, if there is any. Well, there is. That's interesting, 209, so definitely qualifies there in terms of fund ownership there definitely are, are enough funds that are in this one uh, to make it to, to, to make it to make it worthwhile let's see I'm just going to take a quick gander at the fund ownership to kind of see kind of who owns this bad boy and it does look like uh, we've got some yeah it's B and C funds primarily that's what we're seeing here not bad but B or C funds so I definitely expect if uh, you know, if if this one goes higher, then we could possibly get it. Now, this this would be not necessarily a bad place to buy it. Let's see how close to the 21-day line it is. Let's see if it's viable. Uh, it does appear just to be slightly extended, 5.28%, so just slightly extended. You could buy this one. I probably, in this market, or in a downward-trending market, probably would not be a buyer of this one, though. It's an interesting stock, but I don't think uh, – I'd be a buyer here just because we're in a downward trend. So right now I'm not as as uh, in the, in the buying mood as much, just because of the overall market problem. All right, let's see. Let's look at is Meta a buy? Good question. Um, you know, Meta has Meta. Here's the problem I have with Meta right now. They're laying off tons and tons and tons of people. And it's definitely, they've started to get the stock to move up a little bit. It's got a very strong relative strength, 97. And we have increasing ownership coming in here. Earnings are in 42 days. But here's the thing. I just can't get involved with a stock like this right now um, because I just, I think that there's too many other factors here. So I probably would not be a buyer here. Uh, just, just, just because of, just because of this, this, this marketplace, I want to, I want to see something that uh, 
that is a little better. So I would say, um, you know, not a buyer of Meta now. So that's really kind of that's really kind of where I'm at. Uh, I'm really not a buyer of Meta at this point. Um, I just think that uh, you know it, uh, it it's not going to be it, it's not going to be as good. Um, so I would I would pass on Meta uh, right now, even though I do like the company, and um, yeah, I do like the company, but they're they're laying off people. I typically don't like to buy companies when they're laying off as many people as they're laying off. So you can't get you can't get market share by laying off people typically. So in the long run, that's an issue. All right, uh, Lisa is uh, hello, Jim. Is it a good um, is it good to be in the market considering uh, banking issues next week? I don't think it is. I think it's I think it's a very unfortunate time to be in the market currently. I'm in all cash, um, you know. So I mean, I think that there are certain plays that you can do in options, but basically the market condition right now is such that I would not be in the market. I would be basically all in cash, and that's what I am currently. I'm currently all in cash. So. So basically, until we get a better and until we get better signals on the, uh, until we get better signals, I think you got to say basically in cash. Uh, I think you got to stay in basically in cash here. It really stinks to sit on your hands, but I think that's really kind of what you, we got to look at. Let's take a look at the VIX um, and see uh, if we can. I want to I want to look at my chart here for the VIX, um, and so let's take a look at the VIX and. Uh, kind of see see what we're looking at this is for lisa of course very very volatile so you can see we're just up and we're down and we're up and we're down and we're up and now we're up so we got we've got higher volatility it did pull back to the to the 200 day line here which is a good thing it did to pull back to the 200 day line but really uh if you look at this um you know it's just way too volatile volatile you can see it's way up. I mean, it, it was it pulled back today, again. So I definitely think right now the market is seeking direction. Um, I think it's very volatile. This is why you want to lower your exposure. You want to lower your exposure in this kind of market because of the volatility. Now there are ways you can benefit from the volatility, and that's why I truly recommend Gavin's course because options kind of are different in that you can benefit from from high volatility and that's why i do recommend his course uh because we're kind of in a situation where you know we've got to be really careful really really careful but one of the ways you can play that successfully is using some of his option strategies and by the way he is the columnist for investor business daily so he's highly qualified so he's not you know he's not just somebody that's just spouting off uh, he really knows his stuff, so uh, definitely something interesting. Charles is uh, uh, interested here in the Golden Cross on uh, the, the W formation. Okay, so he's looking at the Qs. The QQQ, by the way, for everyone out there, is the ETF that covers the NASDAQ 100, the top 100 stocks in the NASDAQ. So that's kind of what it does. And uh, so let's take a look at that uh, chart. Uh, right here and get you know get into that a little bit more all right we do have you're right you, that's absolutely right you're you're right see this is the golden cross right here yep this is this is true uh this is this is the golden cross 
Um, this is the Golden Cross. Golden Cross for everyone is where the 50-day line moves above that 200-day line. That's a bullish signal. Also, you'll notice that there's an increasing amount of volume here. If you notice this red line, this is a logarithmic cha uh, chart, by the way. So anything above that, you can see we're kind of increasing in volume into the QQQ. So definitely there seems to be some movement into the Q. Now, we did move above the reversal line today. So I'm going to reactivate that so you can see that. But that's the reversal line on the QQQ, and we did move above it today. So it is off a little bit after ours, but it is showing, at least it's showing, that we may be getting a little bit of movement into uh, into the queues. I'm a little bit concerned, though, uh, because I, I, I kind of don't know where that strength is coming from. My guess is that strength is coming for some of the chip stocks. So I want to look at the chip sector, uh, basically, right now. Um, and, and what that is, and let's see if we can go to that, uh, the, uh, the chip sector. But I'm going to go look at LSCC. Why? Because this one typically is the leader, lattice semiconductor, and this is the electric semiconductor fabulous area is the fifth out of 197 areas of the market. So what I want to look at, hopefully it'll let us do it, uh, is, this, is, 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 this particular, um, is this particular one. So I'm going to jump on over to lattice here, and I'm going to... Um, Let's see, get that off. There we go. So this is Lattice Semiconductor. It was it was up, and it, uh, it was up today, but it's off a little bit. This is looking like it can head to some new higher ground here. So I am definitely interested in this one. These are the kind of stocks that I'm more interested in. Uh, this one does it has a 100% checklist currently. So if you want to go long, you want to go along with the strongest stocks with the strongest relative strengths. Currently, this is a 98 relative strength on this one. Very, very strong. So, uh, and on the technicals, I think we're definitely within shooting distance. Yeah, uh, it we're we're basically six point four percent above the twenty-one day line. It's acceptable to buy it here, but these are the kind of stocks you want to buy. Why? Because they're stronger than the other groups. The LSCCs of the world are stronger, and so this is something that uh, that we can. That if you want to go into the market, and I'm not into the market right now. But this is something that's going to look very, very good. Another one I want to look at in the semiconductor space is Impinge. Symbol on that's PI. Let's see if I can get it to come up here. There we go. There we go. PI. And this is Impinge. Uh, this is something that you might want to come. This What I like about this one is that it's coming off of that. It's 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 reversing off of the... Um, it's reversing off of that 50 uh, off that 50 day line and it's moving through a reversal. So if this moves above this reversal line that I'm putting in here, if it moves above this reversal line tomorrow and it looks like it might, we might get a nice little pop on this one, possibly up to maybe 145 from 130. So this is something that we definitely, uh, you know, definitely should possibly take a look at. This is uh, the symbol on this one is PI impinge so let me kind of let take a look and see what the smell test is on this one not as good as lscc it is 89 relative strength uh on this one but other everything else is good the what's good about this one technically 
is that it's right at the 21 day line. This is a good place to buy anything the closer to that 21 day line as possible. So currently the 21 day line for PI is 129.80, 129.68, and we're at 130.47. So we're really close. It's not extended and uh, it's a very high value stock and it has very strong relative strength. In this kind of market, if we want to go long on anything, we want to be going long on the stocks that have the high relative strength. We just want to go long on those stocks because uh, the market is not stable right now. Uh, again, I'm as I say, I'm all in cash and I'm looking for a good entry, but I'm being very, very selective. All right. Um, please, can you look over? Oh, we did. We did. Hems, thanks for, by the way, thanks for looking on TikTok, Dan, and on and jumping over to um Jumping over to uh, uh, TikTok, I mean, uh, j- jumping over to YouTube. YouTube on YouTube, I have the capability of doing uh, live questions on the screen with charts. So I can't do that on TikTok, unfortunately. I wish I could, but I can't. Um, is Adobe a buy? This is from 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 Mo. Let, uh, let's take a look uh, to see about Adobe. Um, a D B E, I think is the symbol. A D B E. I think that's right. Did I get that right? Yeah, that's Adobe. So um, basically, this is Adobe. The question is, is it buy? I don't think this is a buy, and here's why I'm looking at it technically. We did get a very nice earnings statement here, and it does look like it's just starting to reverse. But here's the thing. It's below the 200-day line. I don't like that. It's also in the semiconductor desktop. I mean, it's also in the computer software space. This is not a this is not a leading area of the market currently. The the leading area of the market currently that's in tech is the semiconductor fabulous area. The semiconductor fabulous area. So for those two reasons, I probably would pass on this one. On the technicals, uh, it's it. If you did buy it though, this wouldn't be a bad place to buy it because it's only three percent above the twenty one day line. But I still think that you need to give us some time. Uh, I, I think that there's some issues regarding re- regarding this one. This, of course, is heavily invested by the big money. All the big funds are in this one, so it's you know in that sense it's not uh, at all. Uh, I mean, there's 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 a there's a lot of company when it comes to um, you know there, there's there's a lot of company when it comes to uh, the 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 people that are in it. But I just think that it's the kind of situation where. I think we're still in a downward trend on Adobe, and uh, I just I just still, still think we're in a downward trend on Adobe, and it's just um, probably I would I mean it's a good stock, it's got good earnings, but I just would be careful on this one. We did have very nice earnings; they came in, they they were up nine percent in terms of their sales, they're up thirteen percent in terms of their profits. But Steve, I don't think that's enough, and here and and here's why. Let's let's take a look at at. Uh, Lattice Semiconductor. Uh, well, let's look at uh, Adobe and also at uh, at Impinge PI. This is one of the semiconductor stocks that uh, that that's in there. And I think and I think you'll see um, by looking at this that the semis are just doing better. So let's see if I can let's see if I can make that work here. Let's go over to that. Um, to that screen. Here's the comparison screen between Adobe and Impenge. Impenge, Impenge is a semiconductor stock. Adobe is a software stock. 
if you had bought at the beginning of the year uh, a share of Adobe, uh, you would be up basically five cents. So you would be up about 5%. But if you'd bought in PI, which is the semiconductor stock, you would have been up about 17 cents. So this is the superior stock right now. They're both in upward trends. Uh, I would look to the stronger sector of the market. And that, of course, is the semiconductor, the fabulous semiconductor area. And typically not the bigger stocks, not the AMDs, not the uh, Intels, not the NVIDIAs, but the smaller ones, especially the ones that are feeding the automobile supply chain. And that's definitely the truth with LSCC, Lattice Semiconductor, and PI. They're both in those areas. Let's see if we can, um, can you take a look at Tesla? Uh, let's let's uh, let's look at Tesla for today, and of course, what a lot of this is driving it is, um, you know, Tesla. Uh, of course, is uh, you know, is there are a lot of people that do supply Tesla. Um, the the thing is, though, expect lower overall automobile sales for 2023 because it's just not looking like it's a robust market. It's the interest rates really, you know, when you have the average cars over 40,000 with these interest rates, it's just too much for most people. So expect declining in um, uh, automobile sales this year. We did have a bounce off of that 50-day line. We are, we are sort of in a trading range here from about 215 up here to about uh, as low as about uh, 100 down here. But I don't believe we're, we're coming, we're in a launch, we're downward trend. I expect it to move. I expect, even though there's a, there's a bounce here, I expect Tesla to move lower. So I probably would not be a buyer of Tesla here. I want to wait and see if it pulls back and forms a base pattern. But I, I think it needs to pull lower. It's pulling lower in after hours, but not much. So it's really in this kind of trading range from about 215 up here to about 105, 107 down there. So uh, definitely something that, uh, um, you know, that, uh, that you want to want to take a look at. So I probably would not be a buyer of Tesla here. Just, just one of those things. I mean, uh, I just don't think we can, we can do that. All right, let's see. Um, American, American lives, uh, uh, American lives save us. Uh, the VIX uh, credit spreads. Yeah, that might not be a bad idea. Uh, to do VIX credit spreads, I you know I think I would be doing iron condors on the VIX, um, and this is this is another reason why I, I just highly before really going into it into detail, this is one of the reasons I just highly recommend Gavin's course because you know he's basically you know he basically goes through all this in detail. And by the way, this is not just a recorded course; this is a live course. Um, you know, where you can ask, uh, ask, ask questions. He's going to give you a lot of good trade suggestions. Again, I took this about a year ago. Excellent course. I did very well. I was e easily able to make my money back and then some very, very quickly. And I, and I bought it at the full price, but um, you know, we've become friends over, over the, uh, over the air. And uh, you know, he's offering it to all of the people that are subscribers to Dallas trading floor for a special price of 179. So Thank you for, uh, you know, just take a look at it. It really is worth it, especially if you want to continue to trade in this market. And the way to do it, I think, is with options uh, right now. So that's just uh, that's just my two cents. All right, everybody. Well, thank you very, very much. Um, kind of been yammering on. Let's see if we got any more questions. Uh, and, oh, your thoughts on NVIDIA. Let's take a look at NVIDIA because uh, that is in the semiconductor area. 
um, in the Fabulous Semiconductor area. I don't think it's as good as some of the other ones that I've been putting out there, but it's still very, very well worth it. We definitely had it, saw it move up today, as you can see, and it's up in the after hours a little bit, only a dollar seventy-nine cents, but pretty strong <laughs> buying coming in here on this one. Strong relative strength, ninety-seven. So it's getting, it's getting strong, and uh, you know this is definitely something that we ought to be looking at. Let's kind of compare it to the other other stocks that are in this area. Lattice Semi is still the number one. I want to point you to that. Also, PI and Rambus. Let's take a look uh, and let's compare uh, NVIDIA with, um, with Rambus. Um, this is another stock that I like a lot, RMBS. It's a smaller company, but very significant in the, uh, in, in the semiconductor space. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to compare that since um, the beginning of the year uh, and just kind of give you give you an idea. Well, actually, this is interesting. Since the beginning of the year, Rambus has outperformed. Um, it, this is interesting. So maybe, maybe, you know, maybe, maybe NVIDIA may be the way to go because Rambus is definitely underperformed. Let's look at it. NVIDIA has definitely outperformed and, and, and NVIDIA is up. Wow. It's up 75% since the first of the year. Rambus is up only 25%. That's significant. So maybe maybe uh, maybe Nvidia is is the right thing to buy. Let's see if and based on the technicals, let's see if we can find out. Let me let me see if I can uh, let me let me see if I can do a little bit more um, work on Nvidia to see if we've how you know kind of where we're at in terms of it. Um, I'm going to go back to the to the to I'm going to go to the daily chart here. Yeah. Okay. 255. And, you know, it does look like on the technicals, you know, here's the, here's my major concern with, um, here, here, here's my large, here's my biggest concern with NVIDIA. And that is, it's, it's a good stock, but we're too, ex we're extended here. We need to buy it closer to the 21 day line. We're currently at 10% above the 21-day line. So I would wait for this one, wait for it to pull back closer to the 21-day line, and then I think we might have a buy. The checklist is improving at 67%. Uh, so I, it looks very good. But I still think that LSCC probably is better. Let's take a look in this space. Yeah, okay. I think that LSCC is stronger. I know it's stronger in terms of the checklist. The question is, is it technically stronger? And it is technically starting because it's closer to the 21-day line. So if I was looking between um, uh, NVIDIA and LSCC, which is a much smaller company, I would buy LSCC at this time. So that's kind of the, uh, that's kind of the long and the short of it. So let's see. Okay. Uh, oh, and one more. Oh, thanks, Roman. Um, Roman wants to look at BAC and Schwab. Uh, time to short. I don't think so. I, I let's look at Schwab. I did. I uh, I owned Schwab for a few minutes here. After when it got hammered, um, when it when it when it got got hammered on um, on Monday, I bought it after hours and then I sold it um, as it gapped up um, in the in the uh, the next day trading. But I didn't. I didn't. I was a day trade. So let's look at Schwab. S C W B. The problem with shorting Schwab here. 
um, is that is that usually the time to short a course is right before there's, I think it would be dangerous to SCWB. I, I think it would be kind of SCHW. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Charles Schwab didn't get it right. There we go. So let's look at Charles Schwab. I don't think this is a good short here. Now, if it, if it could rally to the, if it could rally up here to the, the the uh, 21 day line that's where I would short it but right now no I would wait for it to try to rally I don't think it's rallying I think it's just kind of staying yeah it's kind of staying in this range from about 55 to 60 so I don't think this is a good short here I just I don't think it's a good short I think that you know obviously the short would have been at 75 now what I did I didn't get in on that short but what I did is I did buy it in the after hours I bought it in the after hours and then I wrote it up. But uh, that that's kind of what that's kind of how I played it. But I was totally day trade, and uh, yeah, it's totally day trade. Let's look at J.P. Morgan um, again. I don't really like bank stocks very much. I'll be honest with you. Um, uh, one thing is J.P. Morgan is one of the four four that we want fail. Um, so that definitely has gotten some support at the two hundred day line. But I just don't see this as a great investment. I, I, I just don't see it as a great. I think cash right now is better to hold than JP Morgan. That's just my that's my opinion, though. Uh, let's look at BAC and Bank of America, of course, for everyone out there. This one's a little bit weaker. Bank of America, of course, has dropped below the 200-day line. Again, 23 relative strength, just not something I'm interested in at all. Uh, so I wouldn't be interested in... Well, let's look at CCF. Let's look at CCF. Yeah, I'm just not interested in holding um, any of the. I'm not in, really that interested in shorting right now, and I'm not interested in that holding bank stocks. This is a Chase. Chase is looking better. Of course, this is the biggest bank. J.P. Morgan Chase is the biggest bank. Uh, but no, protective coatings. Okay, I'm sorry. Hmm. Okay, I don't know this company at all. So I think I think that was the wrong wrong answer there. All right, let's look at Zim. This is a, this is also one of the other few areas of the market that seems to be doing well, and that is the bulk tanker market. Unfortunately, it's not been the case with Zim. I think the company that is doing the best in this space is is probably TK Tankers. Let's take a look. Uh, no, it's Starbulk. Yeah, it looks like it's Starbuck. SBLK. So, yeah, if we're looking for tankers, I think what we want to see is uh, probably Starbulk. I'm going to compare Starbulk against uh, um, since the first of the year against um, Zim. Well, actually, Zim is doing better. That's very interesting. Again, this is why I always like to do this because sometimes, you know, this, this, this shows me when I'm wrong. And I'm definitely wrong here because it does look like Zim is outperforming, at least in the short term. Uh, it does look like Zim is outperforming um, Starbucks. So there you go. It's up 45% since the first of the year. So, wow, very interesting. The thing about Zim that's so interesting, I think, is that uh, Zim has a huge dividend. And um, that can be that can be a winner. Uh that can be a real winner. So let's go back to Zim. I want to look to see if 
how that how that uh, dividend is looking. Okay, this is this is Zim here. I'm gonna go to the daily chart. Yeah, it. I just. Uh, I just. I'm not. I'm not. I will. It's only got a 39 relative strength. I don't know. I think I would. Sh I would think I would skip. Uh, I would think I would skip both of them. I think that's sort of the. Uh, that's sort of the deal. I would skip both of them, and uh, yeah, basically that would be it. All right. Uh, let's let's uh, uh, let's look at uh, Valero versus Exxon Mobil. These are both in the oil space. Um, so let's Exxon XOM. And let's look against um, Valero, which is a refiner, basically. VLO. Um, let's see. We're going to go ahead and uh, since the first of the year, they're actually both in a downward trend. Isn't that interesting? Okay. Well, it just shows you. you know, it shows you should always use the tools if you can because sometimes – you don't know. So if we're looking for Charles at at um, VLO Valero against Exxon Mobil, um, Exxon has underperformed Valero, but Valero just basically is market performed. Basically, it's just at a hundred percent. So if you invested in Valero at the beginning of the year, you'd you'd be about even, but you'd be down if you were on Exxon. That's one of the reasons I did sell all my XL XLE. Um, stock. So there you go. So again, right now, for some reason, um, you know, and this is a tough market, the, the oils are kind of lagging right now. I don't know why that is, but that's definitely the case. So, and let's do the last two. Um, these are both security software, uh, CrowdStrike and, um, and uh, uh, Palo Alto Networks. So let's take Palo Alto Networks has been doing well. Um, P-A-N-W, of course, is the symbol for Palo Alto. Um, and let's see if we can get that screen up here. This is Palo Alto Networks. Um, it looks like it's bounced nicely off of the 21-day uh, moving average. So that looks good. Uh, and it does look like it's reversed, uh, but it's off after hours. I don't know. Not a whole lot of volume here. This is a weak rally. This is a weak rally for Palo Alto, it looks like for me. Let's take a look at CrowdStrike um, and see if that makes any difference. CRWD. Uh, yeah, and CrowdStrike is definitely in the worst of the two. It's below the 200-day the, the line. So, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're both weak. I think you just got to say, you know, I just, I think that's, that's just the way it is. They're both weak. So, um, basically, um, uh, everybody, hopefully, uh, I'm going to, um, hopefully you will, I need everybody to please like the show. It's really, really great when you, when you like the show, cause it gets us out there to everybody, of course. Uh, and so, you know, don't just do the small, like smash, do the big one. Like like the show, help us out, and um, that 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 really helps us out. So smash the like button, and um, and by the way, we do have this this great offer for the um, options course, Gavin McMaster um, uh, IBD. 
It's normally three ninety seven. Now it's oh, I said two ninety seven. Actually, it's two one seventy nine. So, um, so definitely something to look out for there. Uh, if you're interested in 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 uh, you know in in that, just go to this special pricing uh, at https stand store stand dot store slash Dallas Trading Floor for more info. So until tomorrow, everybody, thanks and um, you know stay safe and uh, happy trading. And I'll be back tomorrow uh, at um, at about five with, with hopefully to answer as many of your questions as I can get to. So uh, happy trading, everybody. 